0: When you're trying to figure out how much to price your nutrition programs at, did you do some quick math? Like if I charge $350 a month, that works out to roughly $87 a week, which means if you talk to your client for 30 minutes a week on a call and then check in with them once or twice, that's about $40 an hour. I was talking to a student this week and that's literally the, the process she was going through, which got me thinking you're probably all doing this exact same thing you're probably breaking down what you're giving your clients according to an hourly rate and trying to justify what it is you're doing that with them what it is you're providing them based on how much you're making per hour off of them this is so Common, But what you don't understand is that when we break our prices down in this way mentally for ourselves This actually pushes us into burnout, overwhelm, imposter syndrome so much faster because of the subconscious trigger that happens when we think about what we're doing in those black and white terms So today we're gonna talk about a better way to price your services and where your value really comes from so that you can charge whatever you want and feel totally confident and grounded in the fact that you are doing exactly what you need to be doing for each and every client that you work with. Hi, I'm Laura, host of Expand, the podcast for coaches who crave more fulfillment in the work that they do, more meaningful results in the clients they serve, and more confidence to rebel against the traditional boxes our coaching industry has placed us in so we can expand into the bigness of what we're truly capable of. When you're ready, let's jump right in. Listen, the reason why we really struggle to set our price points is because the world has conditioned us to think about what we're doing in time for money terms, right? We're constantly thinking about how much time we're spending with each client, the output we're generating, the energy it takes us, and what we feel that's worth in dollar amount. But the thing about it is that's not actually the way that we should be establishing our value. Value and cost are not the same thing. In fact, when we try and equate a dollar amount to how much time or energy or output we're giving each and every client, it causes us to fall into burnout. It causes us to fall into overwhelm because we catch ourselves doing things for our clients that we don't really need to be doing, but we do them because we think that that's justifying what it is that we're charging them. Have you ever done this? Have you ever checked in with clients needlessly or created additional worksheets or PDFs or resources for your clients because you just wanted to establish more value for them so that they felt like what they were paying you was worth their money? What something costs and what something's valued at are totally different. Cost is based on external things right? Value is internally based. But when we equate the two, it causes us to shrink and pull back. It causes us to compare. It causes us to do unnecessary things because we think that if we're not doing more and more and more, then our value is going to depreciate with time with the clients that we're serving. So there are three things that actually establish your value as a coach. Ready? The first one is the depth of uncomfortable space you can hold for your people. Okay, It's not about what you're giving them or what you're saying to them or how much you're teaching them. It's about can you open up really uncomfortable, growth-oriented space for your people to look at the stuff that they would rather not look at. Can you pull that into their line of sight so that they can actually, with open, transparent eyes, explore why they are where they are and the things that they believe about themselves about food and about the world can you hold that space without your layer of judgment without your layer of bias without layering your meaning on top of it for them to really compassionately and empathetically look at what it is that has shaped who they are the way that they're relating to themselves the way that they're relating to the world and the way that they're using food to fill all the voids in their life that they're not happy with The second thing that establishes your value is the size of a mirror that you hold up for them. Okay, so what i mean by this is a lot of coaches get stuck in fix-it mode teacher mode where a client presents them with an issue with a problem with a roadblock with a point of resistance against something that we told them that they should probably work on and we get reactive we defend what it is we told them we look for reasons why they should be doing what we said etc instead what we should be doing is really gently just holding a mirror up for them by asking them questions that reflect back what they're experiencing. So the reason why this is so valuable is because, as you probably have experienced, when we tell someone how to think, do they think it? No, they maybe agree with you because they wanna get you off their back, but are they actually adopting that as a belief for themselves? No, because there's no meaning attached to it for them. You've approached that conversation through your lens. So instead, when they're coming to you with a problem, with a roadblock, with a point of resistance, if we go, tell me more about why you feel that. Where did you first learn that? Where did you come up with that idea? You know, help me understand who taught you that and how that's affecting your life and how it has affected your life up till this point. Is that a belief you wanna carry through with you or would you like to maybe me to offer you a new perspective? Would you like to explore a new way to look at this together? And simply by doing this, by holding that mirror up and going, this is what you're saying to me. This is what you're experiencing. Is this how you wanna be living your life? Now they're able to attach new meaning to a changed perspective. They're able to say, yes, please help me change this belief, change this pattern because no, now that I'm seeing it, now that I'm looking at it, that's not how I want to live my life. That's not going to get me where I want to go. And the third thing that establishes your true value for your clients is the depth and breadth of questions you are able to ask. Now, this is a skill that takes time to establish. Just like anything good and well, as a coach, we need to develop our ability to ask deeper, more meaningful questions. And when I say this, what I really mean is I want you to practice asking exploratory questions without your lens blocking you from receiving the answers you're going to get. Right, Because a lot of the time when we ask questions, we have an answer in our mind that we're expecting them to say. We have a solution for the problem we're expecting them to present to us. And so that bias blocks us from seeing the true nature of what's really going on. The question doesn't have to be elaborate, the question is just your access point to figuring out the way that they see things, the way that they're experiencing things. And if you can practice not inserting your bias, not inserting your view of the world on top of theirs, you are able to continue to dig deeper with them because there's no reaction on your part. There's no judgment on your part, right? There's nothing going on on your end except for the desire to want to better understand what's going on for your client so that you can hold a mirror up Right? So that you can hold uncomfortable space, so that you can be a guide for them through all of that darkness and help them emerge on the other side. Not because you fixed them or educated them, but because you helped them to see what's really going on and you offered them the ability to change that for themselves. The thing is, is reestablishing your value like this, it takes a lot of practice and it takes a lot of deconditioning for you. Okay. You are used to comparing your price points to other people's price points. You're used to comparing the quality of your service to the quality of other people's services. You're used to that because that's what you've been conditioned to do. So what I'm really going to encourage you to do is when you're thinking about your price points and you're thinking about what you're doing with your clients to start getting really clear around what the deeper work is that you're actually guiding people through. Right? Or if you're not really sure about that yet, how can you begin to establish yourself as that coach? Instead of layering more stuff into your programs, how can you start to strip away all of that white noise and get really clear around what it is that makes you special. What it is that is the magic inside of you that we need to pull out and establish as your differentiating factor, right? The strategies and the tactics and the programs and all the fancy sparkly shit that everybody typically relies on to be the change that our clients are looking for means nothing when you can actually just come to the table and feel so grounded in who you are that that becomes what is valuable about working with you because you see things in a new way because you allow them to see things in a new way and you are this safe space, this guide for them to figure out what it is that they need to be focusing on in order to reach their goals, in order to live the life that they want to live. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want more, I'd love if you'd subscribe to my show wherever you get your podcasts. Good karma points for also leaving a review while you're at it. And lastly, if you're looking to dive even deeper, you'll find a ton of free workshops, mini trainings, and the details on my mentorship program, Trigger Mapping, over at laurapoberin.com. See you next time.